Support for IPR comes from Hands in Harmony, a therapeutic healthcare facility with a splash of spa and a team of holistic healers to help in the quest for health, harmony, and happiness. Cedar Rapids and Mount Vernon. Classes, massage, and more at myhih.com. It's Talk of Iowa from IPR News. I'm Charity Nebbe. Iowa-based musician Kevin Burt has been performing the blues for over 25 years. He grew up in Waterloo and now lives in the Iowa City area. He is a self-taught musician, and that's something he shares with one of his most powerful musical influences, the late, great Bill Withers, the man behind Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone, Lean On Me, and so many other classics. Burt's most recent album is Thank You, Brother Bill, a tribute to Bill Withers featuring Kevin Burt and Big Medicine. Burt and the band will be performing at Gallagher Blue Doran Performing Arts Center in Cedar Falls on February 17th. But today he's performing right here at Iowa Public Radio. Kevin, welcome back to the show. Thank you for inviting me back. Oh, uh, it's so it is, much fun to have you here. It's always a pleasure and an honor. Well, I think before we start talking about Bill Withers and his influence on you and your music, I think we should start off with one of his songs, your interpretation of one of his songs. Would you play Ain't No Sunshine for us? Absolutely. I got you right here. Baby, no, I love Honey, don't you know you mean the world to me? You are my sunshine, you my rain. Don't you know that you my joy and you my pain? I just want you to know that right now, baby, it ain't been no sunshine in my life. Ever since, yeah, ever since. Baby, ever since you went away Ain't no sunshine when she's gone It's not warm when she's away I know, 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 I
know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, hey, I gotta leave this young thing alone, just ain't no sunshine, it's only darkness every day. It ain't no sunshine, it's only cloud and wind and sleet and hail and rain. It just ain't no, it just ain't no, it just ain't no sunshine. When she goes, oh yeah, anytime she goes away, anytime my baby or my lady or she goes away. Time that my baby goes away. Every time she goes away. Kevin Burt, that. That is so great. Kevin Burt playing a song from his new album, Thank You, Brother Bill, a tribute to Bill Withers. And of course, that is one of Bill Withers' biggest hits, Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone. Kevin, when did you first discover Bill Withers? Well, his his music, I mean, probably at the same time everybody else did. I mean, in, in the early 70s, um, Ain't No Sunshine became a thing, you know, uh, in the mid '70s, "Lean on Me" became a thing, and it's been and it endured. It yeah. never went away. Yeah. I was I was just telling my kids yesterday that when I was in high school, and you're just a tiny bit older than I am. I mean, "Lean on Me." Every kid who could play the piano or sing was performing "Lean on Me." Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where he didn't write songs; he wrote anthems, and it was to the human condition. It wasn't. It, it wasn't a it was hard to put a genre specific on what he does, you know, because what he did was connect. Um, and uh, he was amazing at that. And, you know, if you do a deep dive into Bill Withers, you know, if, if you become a true, you know, Withers fan, you find that there's so many other wise, like uh, I call them, I call them, the, the the road marks you know the, the the those those little directional signs that that are just like you know what this is this is a thing that happened this is real life you know this is how you get through this real life moment or at least how you can deal with it on some level at least acknowledge it and it, he's had a lot of that i i recently watched a documentary about him that came out a few years ago called still bill And one of the things he talked about was how when Ain't No Sunshine hit the charts and suddenly everybody wanted, you know, him to record and wanted a piece of him. And they started telling him, well, you know, you need an introduction and you need to write about this and it needs to sound like this. And it had never occurred to me because he's, you know, part of the fabric of reality that you can kind of take for granted how how he didn't follow any of those rules of pop music. I mean, one of his most famous songs is is about friendship and who writes yeah. about that yeah well and that's you know the 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 beauty of I, again it, it, i made a pilgrimage out to la to meet him and I, there's actually a documentary about our meeting 
and it just never got published, you know, never got put out there, never got released. And so uh, I'm trying to figure out a way that I can connect some of the, at least the, the video to some of my shows, you know, get the, you know, possibly at Blue Dorn that'll happen. Nice. But, uh, you know, he, sitting He passed and talking, away in 2020. When did you get to meet him? Uh, in like, it was 2006 okay. that I that I went out there and, and I was supposed to meet with him for 20 minutes. We ended up hanging out for about two, two and a half hours and because and we vibed. It was, uh, it was truly uh, a thing and, and he... Uh, he had concerns about me because I was, I, I, I'm, and I'm still remarkably naive. I just think I believe in people. I think that folks should treat each other well. And, and until you have a reason to not treat me well, then yeah, you're just gonna. And he worried, he, he, he checked on me from time to time and uh, just to be sure I was still at it and I hadn't given up on myself. And, uh, so there's a lot of parallels. He didn't start his career until until his late 30s, early 40s. And my career's been a thing that I've been building for a long time, but I didn't get to the world stage till I was, you know, till, till I was in my late 40s. And so early 50s. And so it's a it's a it's a good thing. He grew up in a, a coal mining town down south. You grew up in Waterloo, Iowa, yeah. and there are a lot of parallels yeah. to your story, raised by single moms and, and really tough times growing up. Did you and he have a chance to connect about that in that? I'm, I'm sure you probably could have talked for a week yeah, <laughs> but we, in that two-hour conversation. We, we talked about family. I mean, he had the same, you know, his, his thoughts about what Iowa was— um, are the same as as most folks that aren't that have never been through and around Iowa, you know. It, the the belief is is that black people don't exist here, you know. Black people in Iowa, it's like, well, there was one, but I was here, and I'm here now, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and and it's like, it's it is eye opening to a lot of folks to know that there's a, a history and there's depth of history and there are things that as a country, we could learn from uh, some of the things that Iowa did in its history in regards to uh, building relationships. Um, but a lot of that stuff is being, that's a whole nother discussion. Right. A lot of that stuff is being pushed to the side as if it doesn't matter. And it's the thing that should matter most. I, I want to talk a little bit more about you and and your journey to becoming the musician that you are today because it's been a, a long journey but it's also had a lot of interesting and surprising twists and turns along the way yeah. but we're also <clears throat> pardon me we're also coming up on a break do you think you could play something else for us and then we'll talk more when we get back yeah we'll do one of the we'll do one of the lessers in the in the bill withers uh Oh, and you're trying to put on a, a harmonica yoke over headphones. Yeah. So I now said, we we've got that I, in place. I, I said this a long. I said this earlier today. I'm a nice man. <laughs> nice don't make you smart. I think you got it all covered. <laughs> we'll try this here.
one just didn't know ordinary day no reason reason for first but even though it is a Christmas Kevin Burt, his most recent album is Thank You, Brother Bill, a tribute to Bill Withers. More after this break. This is Talk of Iowa. Support for IPR comes from Hands in Harmony, a therapeutic healthcare facility with a splash of spa and a team of holistic healers to help in the quest for health, harmony, and happiness. Cedar Rapids and Mount Vernon. Classes, massage, and more at myhih.com. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. It's Talk of Iowa from IPR News. I'm Charity Nebbe. Today in the studio with me, Iowa bluesman Kevin Burt. He's got a new album out. It's called Thank You, Brother Bill, a tribute to Bill Withers. It features Kevin Burt and Big Medicine. Burt and the band will be performing at Gallagher Blue Dorn Performing Arts Center in Cedar Falls on February 17th. The album is available right now. And Kevin, I mean, just before the break, uh, we were talking a little bit about some of the some of the personal things that are similar between your personal history and Bill Withers' history. I mean, he grew up with without musical education, although apparently he had a grandma who could really, really sing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he clearly could really, really sing as well. I mean, you, growing up in Waterloo, you were a football player, and you played football in college. You were All-American. Where did music come into your life? Um it's it's one of those things it's it's always kind of just been there just for fun but not until i got cut from uh the hamilton tiger cats um uh, and moved to iowa city as a permanent base um did music present itself um actually my boss i was working for the everett connor center for independent living uh, as a as the ada coordinator i, I helped to to get the word out about the Americans with Disabilities Act. That was my, my gig. And uh, I was doing some paperwork in the office and singing along to a CD that was playing in the background. And my boss, Ethel Madison, stuck her head in and said, damn, boy, you can sing. I was like, <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> She's like, no, nah, my son is starting a blues band. You need to come audition. They're looking for a singer. And... Uh, it wasn't anything that was on my list, so to get her to stop talking, I said, okay, yeah, sure, I'll do that. And a couple weeks later, um, she invited me over to dinner at their house to play some games, have have some pizza. And but there I was got there, no dinner. No dinner, <laughs> no games, just the band she just downstairs. tricked you, tricked, tricked me you into, into becoming yeah, a musician. And I auditioned, and that band became the Blues Instigators, you know. And so you were a vocalist, mm -hmm. but that's all I had. That's all you had. So obviously you've you're you've got a guitar, you've got a harmonica around your neck right now. How did you make that happen? Um, 
over the years, the band started taking on different incarnations. Uh, opportunities started presenting themselves, and I finally decided to go full-time with music, and the band did not. They thought, most of them thought that uh, he'll get on his way and he'll realize that it's tough. And so uh, in a short period of time, I had to ban books six nights a week on a four-hour radius and house gigs, all kinds of fun stuff. And none of them quit their day jobs. So they were just like, yeah, man, on a, we were on our way back from Chicago uh, on a Wednesday night opening for Long John Hunter um, at Buddy Guy's Legends, and, and the band quit because they were just like, well, we still, we had to drive back because we got to go to work in the morning. Got to go to work in the morning. And so that next day I I went to one of the local restaurants here. It used to be called Baldy's. Now it's Burgers and Shine over there. Um, and the owner was walking past me. I looked at him. I said, hey, man, you ever do music, live music in here? And he's like, no. Nah. We're too small, but I could do a solo act. You do a solo act? I said, I'm thinking about it. He said, when do you want to do it? I was like, it's your place. He said, how about next Friday? Okay, so next Friday, and you still didn't know how to play the guitar? I didn't own a guitar. You didn't? (laughs) (laughs) So I got done with lunch. (laughs) I left the establishment, and I went to the Guitar Foundation, which was over there by... uh, Over there in the North Lynn uh, Yeah, thank goodness it was. And there had been this guitar that had been hanging in there. I'd walk in and out of there all the time with other musicians, and I'd look at stuff, but I never touched anything really. And so I looked up, and there's this guitar that had been hanging in there the entire time I've been singing. So it's about 10, 12 years into it. And I said, how much for that one? I want that. And there's a Dan Electro convertible. In the grand scheme of guitars, probably the worst guitar on the planet from the standpoint of just being, and I was like, that's the one I want. I was like, I'll tell you what. And so I bought a guitar, an amplifier, a mic stand, a microphone, cables, and a few harmonicas. And when my wife would go to sleep, I'd go to the basement and I'd I'd figure out hours worth of stuff to play. And and following Friday, realized that I hadn't bought a yoke, a thing to hold the harmonica. I just I never played them together, and so I ran from the venue over to the guitar foundation. I said, "Hey man, you got them things that hold harps?" So the guitar players, I didn't even know what to call it. And he goes, "A yoke?" I was like, "Yeah, man, you got one of those?" He goes, "Yeah, they're right there. I get it." And he looks at me, and goes, "You know how hard it is to play the guitar and the harmonica at the same time?" I said, "Nope." And I bought it and I ran out of there, <laughs> <laughs> and I went and did the show. And uh, you know, "Ain't No Sunshine" was my my showstopper. That was the one song that wasn't a 12 bar that I knew how to play, that I taught myself. And then uh, a couple other Bill Withers tunes that were very lesser known. One is a song called I Don't Want You On My Mind All The Time. It goes kind of like this. I do a little bit. I don't want you on my mind all the time. I believe that it shows a sign of weakness. I don't want no lonely nights to catch me crying. Found that I can't get nothing but weaker when I dream about you. See, I just wake up knowing that I got to live without you. I don't want you all the time. Screwing up my mind, I 
simple song but it was different than what anybody else was playing and so uh, in my mind the the thing that I always told myself if you're not going to be the best be unique you know if you're not the I wasn't the best guitar player I'm not the best harmonica player so what I needed to do was songs that no one else was doing and so I tried to find Songs by popular people that weren't necessarily popular songs or take popular songs and turn them into something else that you could only get from me. And that became kind of my my niche, my my shtick. You've been doing this for 25 plus years and um, you won the International Blues Challenge in three different categories back in 2019. Um, But that was after 20 years of of doing this, 20 years of 300 gigs a year. I mean, just really, you have to be one of the hardest working musicians out there. There's no substitute for stage time, but if this is what you're going to do for a living, I always tell folks that I don't, you know, music, music and sports have a thing in common. You don't, work them you play them nobody works football nobody works basketball nobody works baseball nobody works music you play it if if, you, if this is your part but in order to play for a living you have to work every, harder than everybody you know right that thinks that they're going to do this you're not in competition with any of them you're just responsible to outwork them you know in order to get the opportunity because that's the part that never has to happen. The ability to do this, that's a blessing, you know. But the opportunity to share it, that's the thing, you know, or that's a gift. The, 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 the ability to do it is a gift. The opportunity to share it is a blessing. And you always have to respect that blessing. Because that, that, no one ever has to say, hey, Kevin, it'd be worth X for you to come play and do this. And that X is going to help take care of your family. That's going to pay your bills. That's going to put food on the table. You know, that's, I, I, yeah, it's, for me, it's, it stays a very humbling component of this, you know. And, I, you know, I'm, I, I'm not making like Jay-Z, Beyonce money by any stretch. But, <clears throat> you know, if you, if you see me walking down the streets, you don't look at him going, that dude's missing meals. <laughs> All of those years, though, I mean, with so much hard work, what kept you going? What was the thing that that kept you from hanging up the guitar? I I didn't want to disappoint my wife. She's the one that kind of looked at me and said, you can do this, you know. And if if I didn't do it, then I proved her to be a liar. And she's not that, you know. She's she's remarkable. She's amazing. You know, she and I are getting ready to celebrate 30 years. Wow. Yeah. And so, yeah, she's been, she's, you know, I've had too many, again, this is a, a lesson learned from other musicians in the area. A lot of them hang their music up and make the family the excuse for that, you know, as opposed to squeezing onto that instrument harder and making the family the reason that you 
are doing this, you know, and that's, you know, again, the, the blessing is that every, I've gotten that kind of support. One of Bill Withers' most moving and I think beautiful songs is about family. Would you play Grandma's Hands for us? Absolutely. church on Sunday morning Grandma's hand played a tambourine so well My grandma's hand used to issue out a warning she said, well baby don't you run so fast might fall on a piece of glass might be snakes down in that grass Grandma's hand Grandma's hands soothe the local unwed mother. Grandma's hands used to ache sometimes and swell. My grandma's hands, oh, they used to lift her face and tell her, Baby, Grandma, understand that you really love that man. Put yourself in Jesus' hands. My grandma's hand. Grandma's hand used to have me a piece of candy. My grandma's hand, Lord, they pick me up each time I pay. Surely come in handy when she say, Well, man, don't you whip that boy? What you gonna spank him for? See, he ain't drop no apple core, but I don't have grandma anymore. If I get to heaven, I'm gonna look for, I'm gonna look for, I'll be looking for my grandma's hand. Grandma's Hands. Kevin Burt's <coughs> new album is Thank You, Brother Bill, a tribute to Bill Withers, and that is a, a Bill Withers classic. You got to meet Bill Withers back in 2006. Obviously, he's been one of your most powerful musical influences. Was this something, making a tribute album, was this something you've had in your mind for a long time? I, you know, I I kind of put it in the back of my head of, uh, that on recordings that I was going to do that I was going to find a lesser known Bill Withers tune and just kind of that those were going to be the covers that I stuck in um on my last album Stone Crazy did a song called Better Off Dead it's a Bill Withers tune and it's pretty 
excuse me, it's pretty dark <laughs> as a song, but I, you know, again, I, I, there's, there's some personal tones in there, you know, uh, for me, um, you know, having had grown up in a family where addiction was a thing. And so, uh, you know, th there was, his songs had such a personal connection in my world that I was like, you know, there's so many of his songs that ain't nobody ever heard. It's like another original. Right. You know, and so, yeah, I, I thought that I would be paying tribute in that vein, in that manner. Um, but after he passed, it, it, uh, it was like a gut punch, you know. And so I, uh, I mentioned it to the record label during COVID, and they, I, I contemplated doing that as my first album. But this seemed to make more sense, to get the first one out and then do this as a second, as a follow-up. You know, but and then I'll go back to doing my own stuff and probably sprinkling in one or two of his from time to time. Yeah. You have an original song on the album called Thank You, Brother Bill. Let's save that for a little bit later so you can play <laughs> play the whole thing. Um, how did you decide which songs to include? Because clearly you go deep. <laughs> it was rough. That was actually the hardest part. I mean, the list for me was easily 25 songs and I had to narrow it to the, the the label wanted me to narrow it to 10 and maybe do one or two originals and I was just like mm, this is what's going to be when I got to it I, and the there's somewhat of a story in how they're laid out as well, you know. Well, let's let's save that story again for after a break. We we do have to take a short break. I'm talking with Kevin Burt. His newest album with Big Medicine is called Thank You Brother Bill, a tribute to Bill Withers. He'll be performing at Gallagher Blue Dorn Performing Arts Center in Cedar Falls on February 17th. That's his next Iowa performance. And we'll talk more after a break. Could you play us out? Let's uh let's go um Oh, my friends, they feel as they're appointed duty. Oh, they keep on trying to tell me, <laughs> and that I ought not to listen to the Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. 
It's Talk of Iowa from IPR News. I'm Charity Nebbe. With me this hour is bluesman Kevin Burt. He grew up in Waterloo, Iowa. He now lives in Iowa City. He has been performing the blues for over 25 years, and he just released a new album with his band, Big Medicine. It's called Thank You, Brother Bill, a tribute to Bill Withers. His next Iowa performance is coming up at Gallagher Blue Dorn Performing Arts Center in Cedar Falls on February 17th, although he'll be touring quite a bit this winter with this album and then more again, hopefully when when the weather gets warm as well. Um, Kevin, just before the break, you were saying that, that the songs that you chose for this album and the way you put them together tell a story. Tell me more about that. Well, the, the goal is to is to get people to dive in. You know, um, a lot of the songs that I play aren't songs that were released other than singles or they were only released on live recordings. And and so to unless you're a big Bill Withers fan, you, you just have never experienced him. So getting people to, again, t- kind of tap into the, the humanity of the storyteller that Bill Withers was and follow suit. I mean, I. I I want to be in that conversation of storytellers, troubadour, you know, but also rooted in blues. I mean, that part is really important to me because that component of blues is, in my opinion, it's inherent in in music. It just is there. And so trying to trying to develop the story and it's the the last song, Thank You, Brother Bill, is all about the stitch work. You know, it kind of ties everything back together, getting folks to realize that, oh, <laughs> they, they, these songs did have some personal in that dude's life, you know, and that's, that's you know, there's there's, there's just been too many moments in my life that his music has kept me from hanging out in the darkness alone. Would you play Thank You, Brother Bill for us? I will do my best to. Thank you, Brother Bill. Mm-hmm. 
Let's all love each other still. Oh, and let me say it one more time to you people. Thank you, Brother Bill. I said, I'ma say it just one more time. Thank you, Brother Bill. Kevin Burt with Thank You, Brother Bill. The album is Thank You, Brother Bill, a tribute to Bill Withers featuring Kevin Burt and Big Medicine. And Kevin, I talked to you shortly after you won that International Blues Challenge, three different categories in the International <laughs> Blues Challenge back in 2019, and that was a huge breakthrough moment for you. It, it changed things in a lot of ways. And you brought out an album about a year later. And then there was this pandemic that shut live music down. How did that impact you? Um, Multiple levels. I mean, you know, you, you, you get told by the community what you do is not an essential function. And you have to realize as a human that the right thing was done. You know, I mean, my job description is literally to get as many people into a confined space to make uh, socially irresponsible <laughs> decisions. <laughs> so, like a live music manifesto, yeah, right? Yeah. And so, so, yeah. So, I, 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 absolutely the right thing to do. But then to look around at your family and realize that your value as a as a breadwinner as a provider is contingent upon being able to play yeah and perform and so i had to get creative you know i created a a, a music series here in iowa city area called the truckload of soul yeah where i <laughs> drove in i i went to a car dealer and i borrowed a truck that had power outlets in the bed and i drive into a neighborhood and i perform for 30, 40 minutes, and then I drive to another neighborhood on on given days. And the city was kind enough to give me uh, noise permits, and 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 uh, the good folks at uh, at uh, that do all of the outdoor shows for Iowa City. And my brain is just my brain this morning. Um, they they were kind enough to kind of co-sponsor the whole thing and 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 help me get it funded and so it was fantastic you know to to get the opportunity to work and to see people just be able to come out of their homes yeah, bring them sit in joy. their yards sit in a park and enjoy a, a a little bit of music and people were grateful for that and it i think it changed a little bit of the the doom and gloom feel um, just to have that. And people were surprisingly generous with Facebook live uh, shows and those kinds of things. And, and it, it, it's, it's, it was amazing uh, to see that, you know, people didn't forget about you because that's, you know, as musicians, if you're, if you're not in people, if you're not out there, you're not out there. And it it was new enough to me to be on that nas- that international stage um, that I wanted to do it, but also I didn't know how to navigate something like this. Yeah. Not that anybody really did, no. <laughs> but other other artists had other 
options. And it's just because they've been in the game and that, that international game a little bit longer. And so for me, it was, it was quite a unique experience that I hope I never have to live through again. I think we all hope that yeah. for sure. Um, so let's talk about now. I mean, obviously the new album is coming out. You're going to be doing a lot of touring. You've got a, a release party in the Twin Cities coming up this Friday. You're going to be back in Iowa performing on February 17th at Gallagher Blue Dorn. But you've been for a very long time a blues heritage educator. And, and that part of your life is continuing to grow, too. Tell me more about that. Well, I, I started uh, in the 90s doing blues in schools around the state of Iowa um, in conjunction with uh, most of the blues societies that were here um, and that are here. And I became a resident educator for the Central Iowa Blues Society. Um, I used to do, I started the blues in the schools program in Cedar Rapids. I was a part of its inaugural run uh, with the Lynn County Blues Society. And I've done a lot of work with the Mississippi Valley, but uh, that program continues to grow and expand. And when people find out that it's what I'm doing as I'm traveling, I'm getting invitations to go to places like uh, uh, upstate New York, uh, Plattsburgh, uh, New York, and and up in the Adirondacks, and go to these communities that, man, uh, their music programs are the light in the community. And to go into these places that are remarkably uh, isolated, especially this time of year, and be able to provide this information to these kids, it's 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 cool, and, and they embrace it. And... and it's it's just a lot of fun. So I've become the resident educator for the Plattsburgh Blues and Jazz PB and J uh, Society up in Plattsburgh, New York, and I'm getting ready to take over the blues education component down in Helena, Arkansas, uh, with the uh, King Biscuit and Sonny Boy Williamson uh, Foundation. I'm sure a lot of the kids that you perform for, that you talk to have actually never listened to the blues. Well, that's the thing. They actually have. I mean, there's 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 so much blues that's out there that people just don't tell you is. You know, I mean, and one of the things that I mess with them with is I take songs that they, you know, and this one's a little bit older, but it still works, and it's just about how you present the lyrics. And so you take a song like... Uh, My loneliness is killing me and I must confess Oh, I still believe Oh, I still believe When I'm not with you all, darling It blows my mind Give me a sign Oh, oh, oh. hit me, baby, one more time You know, you take those A little bit of, of Britney Spears yeah, there, yeah You take that story and you, you present it a different way And instead of looking at it, you listen to what's being said Now, you've got a blue story Now, the, 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 the music industry doesn't say Yeah, that's a blue song Because that's not what they're selling But I defy anybody to turn on the television or the radio For more than 15 minutes 
and not hear blues in somebody's marketing campaign or as the bumper music to, to lead into a sitcom or, or a television show. Blues is absolutely a popular thing. Foundational. Foundation. Yeah. You know, and there's blues festivals in every state and most countries, most continents host multiple blues festivals celebrating this music, this thing that impacted culture around the world. But we continue to say that it has no value here. If you took the oldest blues player and you said, we're going to put them in Hancher Auditorium, some folks would show up. But if you took the oldest country player and you put them in there, folks would be buying tickets left and right. You know, you wouldn't have enough tickets. Yeah. You know, we've devalued that original art form so far that it has no value to kids and so to give it to kids and remind them that their music doesn't exist without this dive deeper value your your history once there's a value for that history then these antiques become just as priceless as everybody else's that are over there and so that's that's kind of what I'm at is trying to re reclaim some value for that history of culture this weekend when I was spending a lot of time listening to your music and Bill Withers' music and thinking about the, some of the parallels between your lives, I, I was just so struck by the idea that here we have these two remarkable musicians who have shared their gifts with the world but almost didn't. I mean, Bill Withers never received any musical training. It was just within him. He couldn't stop it, and he made it happen. And you didn't have any formal musical training. We almost missed Kevin Burt. <laughs> like I said, the gift is the gift. The blessing is the blessing. There's, for Bill Withers' story, for my story, there's a million other stories. And a lot of kids that yeah never got that chance. Yeah, well, and a lot of it, you know, goes to the people that are around us that either encourage us to or, or fertilize our dreams, you know, kind of thing with the, you know, that, that negative talk, you know. And so, I mean, we all, you know, there's, 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 a lot, there's a lot that has to do with how you personally choose to use the conversation about you around you. Because it can, you know, it's, it's a lot like anxiety, a lot, a lot like being nervous. Nervous is your body's way of telling you that what you're about to do matters to you. It can either turn you off or turn you up. And the same can, same can be said about folks that speak negatively about you. Oh, you can't. You never will. You're not good enough. You're not this. You're not that. You know, if it was about being the best, we wouldn't know the name Bob Dylan, you know, he wasn't the best at anything other than being himself, sincerely, unapologetically. And that was amazing. And once you stopped hearing how he said what he said and started listening to what he was saying, there's, there's no denying that there's a soul that's in there that, that needed to be heard. Yeah, Kevin, we are 
so sadly out of time. Oh. But what <laughs> what an incredible joy and pleasure it has been to have you here today. And this album is is such a gift. It's Thank You, Brother Bill, a tribute to Bill Withers featuring Kevin Burt and Big Medicine. Burt and Big Medicine will be performing at Gallagher Blue Dorn Performing Arts Center in Cedar Falls on February 17th. The album is out there right now. You want to play us out with just a, a little something else? <clears throat> we'll, we'll, we'll go out with a, another song off, but... Uh, also, you can track the schedule and, and you can order copies of the CD through my website. It's www.kevinburtmusic, all one word, dot net. So it's not a dot com, it's a dot net. All right, let's try this one on. Let's, uh, let's go. Fall and the beauty of it all, and when the sun 